Hello, this is Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio. This week, we're going to have a rebroadcast of one of our earlier classic podcasts. We hope you enjoy it, and thanks so much for listening. Episode number 585, My Approach to the No-Win Scenario. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI Podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you today? Hi, Priscilla. I'm doing great, and I'm actually back home in Austin, Texas. I've been traveling, um, but tomorrow is a, a big holiday in the United States called Thanksgiving for those of you around the world. Uh, it's uh, the third Thursday of, of every year, and it's uh, you know, a holiday to give thanks for all of our blessings. And so I want to make sure and be home, and we've got some family coming over uh, tomorrow. It's the third Thursday of November every year. Yes, good point. The third <laughs> Thursday of November every year, which is tomorrow. Right. Okay, great. So tell us a little bit about what you've got for us today. Yeah, my approach to the no-win scenario. So in business, we're often confronted with problems that seem to be a a no-win situation. And while I acknowledge that sometimes they, in fact, exist, I really believe that there are almost always alternatives that can be explored to find a good result. So I recently thought back to where this started in my life, and I realized um, that I really came to this conclusion when I was a university student. When I was an undergraduate in college, I needed to take one more lab class. A lab class is a course that gives hands-on experience related to a topic. And I'd taken lab classes in science, and the only lab classes left, uh, according to my counselor, was a lab class in mathematics. Now, I did fine with basic mathematics, and I did actually pretty well in in statistics, but the higher-level courses in algebra and geometry were just not my passion. (laughs) So, okay, full disclosure, I hated them. (laughs) I I really hated those courses. So when my counselor said that was the only choice left, I went on a quest, a quest to go through Every single page of the course catalog, this was a state university, the catalog was huge. And I went through every department throughout the entire university, except the math department, to find any other class with a lab that I hadn't already taken. Mm-hmm. So after painstaking search through this huge catalog, I found one course that fit the bill. <laughs> it was a course in the hotel and restaurant management school university. Mm-hmm. I, I was in political science at the time. Thought I'd be a lawyer. For those of you who don't know that, I thought I'd be a lawyer. I was actually accepted to law school. I, I haven't told many people this, and I changed my mind and ended up going in the direction I went. But 
So political science was the major. Uh, so I found this one class in hotel restaurant management. And the course was on enology, E-N-O-L-O-G-Y, enology, the study of wines. Oh. And the lab part was wine tasting. Good plan. Now, <laughs> you might think I was excited about this, but the truth is I hated wine. <laughs> I was 21. Yeah, I was 21 years old, a little over 21. I hated wine. I didn't like it at all. The only thing is, I hated math more than I hated wine. <laughs> so, enology it was. So I took, I took this revelation to my department counselor, from the university counselor to my department counselor, and I showed it to him, and he said, no, you can't take that as a lab. I said, why not? It's a lab, and it meets all the university requirements for me to complete my degree. He said, because it's unheard of to use that as a lab in this department. I said, okay, but is it prohibited? And, you know, where in the department, I asked him, where in the department requirements does it say that it can't be used? He cocked his head at me and he looked at me over the top of his glasses and he said, all right, Meisner, give me the paper. I'll sign it. Get out of here. And he smiled and said, thank you very much, professor. And I walked out with the paperwork to complete my enology wine lab. At that moment, and this is what I think is really an add-on interesting point about this, I had no idea that the course I was taking would become a lifelong passion. got to remember, I didn't like wine right. when I was 21. Right. The course, but what I found as I was taking this course was it was much more difficult than students thought it would be. We had an almost, no kidding, almost 40% dropout rate for the class because it wasn't really just about tasting wines. It was about the wine industry and wine regulations. So the tests were really, really tough. And the tasting was only a a part of the class. So today, it's a passion for me. I I built a a cellar at my home in Austin that'll hold almost 1,600 bottles. Wow. For the record, it's not full yet, but I'm (laughs) I'm working on it, Priscilla. Um, And I I just started working on a sommelier certification just for fun. It's because I, I, it's become a passion of, of mine in life. And this path all began because I didn't believe in the no-win scenario. It's the only possibility regarding a challenge. So I share this story on my podcast because I truly believe there are almost always options to a no-win situation. If you work hard to find solutions, maybe even push the envelope a bit. So for the Star Trek nerds out there, I'd like to think that I'd pass the Kobayashi Maru simulation, which half the people listening to this have no idea what I'm talking about, but it's <laughs> the no-win scenario that's mentioned several times in, in Star Trek. Um, now, you'll notice I didn't break the rules. I followed the rules. Kobayashi Maru, oh, Kirk, uh, he broke the rules. I didn't break the rules. I just looked for an alternative. And I think that all too often in life, we get confronted with some problem. We say, okay, screw it, I quit. And we walk away from uh, finding a solution when sometimes you can get really creative. For me, it was about doing my research. I, I spent probably an hour and a half going through the catalog page by excruciating page, maybe two hours. And then I had to, <laughs> I had to talk my my department counselor into signing off on it. 
So it wasn't just something I could do, but um, I had to do my research and then negotiate with the person in charge to get to where I wanted to get. And I was able to get what I needed to do, got my degree, but more importantly, it's become a lifelong passion. And I think all too often we give up too easily in business without finding a win-win solution. We don't have to break the rules to do it, but you can find uh, alternatives within the rules. And that's my message for today, Priscilla. Any, any thoughts? Oh, I think that it took a lot of creativity on your part, and it turned out well, that's for sure. Well, it turned out really well because I, <laughs> I didn't have to take a math lab. Exactly. Uh, I was happy about that just all by itself. How would you apply it to B&I, Ivan? Look, I think there's always options. You know, I've seen situations where people had conflict in a chapter mm-hmm. and, and they just give up. Okay, I give up. I'm not going to deal with this. And they walk away. Or they get mad and they complain. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes there are solutions that can be had by, if you're having a problem with a member, having a conversation with the membership committee. or First, before you have a conversation with the membership committee, sit down with the member and talk to the member about the challenge. Work through the challenge that you may have. It may be a conflict in classification. It may be a referral that you gave them that didn't work out. It could be anything. But, but look for solutions, not don't get obsessed with the problems. And if that doesn't work, go to the membership committee and have a conversation with the membership committee about it. Yeah. Uh, it could be about attendance. You know, Maybe you can't make a meeting and so you got to bring in a sub. Now, bring in a sub, but you do it right. You, you bring in a sub, not, not, don't just pick some serial sub who doesn't care about you. You find somebody who's a great substitute who will represent you just as well as you. And by the way, I've seen subs who've done a better job than the member. So always look for solutions. Don't just give in to the problem. And I got to tell you, if I have any strength at all, I may not be the smartest man in a room. I may not be the most talented man in the room, but I am absolutely the most persistent man in almost any room I go into. And this was, for me, a matter of persistence and finding a solution to a problem that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to buy into. That yeah. makes sense? Uh-huh. It totally does. And now I have an awesome seller, incredible <laughs> wine. Um, and my favorite, by the way, is a big, bad, bold Cabernet Sauvignon, just for the record. Okay. Um, so all those listeners out there, remember, <laughs> send Ivan wine for his birthday. Yeah, well, you don't have to do that. But <laughs> if we ever meet, get me a good glass of Cabernet, I'm happy. Okay, perfect. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I've got for today, Priscilla. Uh, I, I hope this is a lesson that helps people think the next time they run into a problem, Think about a way of finding a win-win solution because it was a win-win. My department was happy. The university was, it was a win-win-win. The department was happy. The university was happy. And I ended up being extremely happy. Um, and I really believe that there are more of those than we realize. Right. That's it for me today. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Ivan. For more of Ivan's content, go to IvanMeisner.com. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official B&I Podcast.